At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Sports betting landscape from coast to coast. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Welcome back. This is hour number three of Betting Across America, presented by BetMGM. Femi Abemfe alongside James Salinas here on a Saturday, August 6th, 33 days away from opening night between the Bills and the Rams in week one of the NFL season. So we've talked a lot of NFL today, and we're going to start hour three talking more NFL. And it's a segment that we've been teasing all throughout the show, a segment that is getting ready to sweep the nation. New QB, who this here on Betting Across America, talking about the passing props for some of these new QBs, fresh faces in new places. I want to start in the place that you call home, the Rocky Mountains there in Denver, James Russell Wilson, the new quarterback of the Denver Broncos. His passing props, yardage 4,099 and a half yards, passing TDs 31 and a half. Do you see any value on going over or under Russell Wilson's props for the 2022 season? Yeah, that's, we have to see. And, you know, the identity of when you have Russell Wilson is, hey, we can make plays in the passing game. Mm-hmm. And a, a a sec or a receiving core, although Patrick now lost for the season, really unfortunate situation for yeah. him. He's got a great story, too. I think it really it was a fan favorite uh, and how hard he worked to get where he was on that roster. But, you know, there's still some, there's talent out there that's been underutilized just because of the debacle that has been the quarterback position really since Peyton Manning left and not all these receivers, any of those receivers were from back then. But, you know, they, they just haven't had not only a playmaker at quarterback, but a leader at quarterback. So now they've swung and missed. They finally hit a, they, they finally hit one in the alley and they've got a winner here with Russell Wilson. But I really liked what we saw out of this offensive line last year rushing the football. You got some big nasties up there that, and all offensive linemen, if you gave them the option, do I want to sit back in the two-point stance and be on my heels to have to pass block these monster tackles coming at me? Nah, they want to get out there and pull and drive block and pound guys, mm-hmm. pound opponents into the dirt. Well, that's this is a very physical offensive line for the Denver Broncos, and I think we saw with uh, – I really liked seeing – Javante Williams, when he got to get on the field and get some touches last year, and I know Gordon's going to be getting touches as well. I just think it's a, it's a really good one-two punch, although I'd rather see more punches out of Javante Williams rushing the football. I just wonder from an offensive standpoint, especially early, they're probably going to be more – you know, with now you have a new coach there. I think which is which is needed, just a new voice. But offensively, to say that yeah, this is going to be a team that's just going to get out there and sling the football around. I don't know if it necessarily needs to be that type of team. And yeah, you can take advantage of Russell Wilson and his ability to throw the ball. He's I don't know if anybody has a better. 
deep ball when it comes to just putting mm-hmm. air under the football and letting receivers go get it than Russell Wilson. Great, beautiful touch on those deep balls, lots of air under it. But I think this is a team not only because they can rush the football, but the defense. I think the defense will keep Denver competitive each and every week and limiting opponents' points, although we know the AFC West is loaded come offensively. I don't think it needs to be a team that gets in these shootouts and having to win games 34-31. They can win games in the teens and the, and the low 20s. That doesn't That's not really conducive to lots of points in the passing game, per se. Not that I want to go under here. I just don't have a good feel yeah. right now of what it's going to look like offensively for Denver, and I like the defense here. So I would say probably if I'm looking at it – Make a make a decision. I'd be going under in those props as opposed to over. Okay, I, I think I might go over on the yards prop. Definitely on the passing TDs prop because Russell Wilson very efficient in the red zone. But I think on the passing yards prop, I'm just buying into Cortland Sutton, the wide receiver there. He, and he has big time talent, big time potential, and I think the circumstances at quarterback have prevented him from becoming the breakout star that he can become. But I think that happens this year with Russell Wilson. They've been working out together all throughout the offseason. Russell Wilson, I believe, is going to use him in a similar way that he used DK Metcalf when he was in Seattle. So Sutton, I think, has a big year. Reports out of camp are that Russell Wilson has taken Jerry Judy under his wing. If Judy can live up to his first-round potential, really fantastic route runner out of Alabama, I think that can be a really good one-two punch. Now, Tim Patrick getting hurt is a little bit of a, a, a downer for this Denver Broncos team, but I think they have enough weapons there with Alberto at tight end and Sutton and, and Judy to where they can still have a prolific passing game. And I think Nathaniel Hackett wants to open things up for Russell Wilson. And you mentioned that big deep ball that he has the most accurate deep ball in the NFL out there in the thin air. They're going to be airing this thing out in Denver. I think, especially in the first half of these games. So I'm going to lean toward Russell Wilson, who isn't really known for having a ton of passing yards. His highest passing season was 4,200 yards in Seattle in 2016. I think this year, though, he's going to have a big season with this offense opening up. So I'm going to lean toward the over on the passing yards, but on the passing touchdowns, definitely going toward the over there. I think Sutton probably has 10 to 12 TD receptions just by himself. Uh, Baker Mayfield is a new quarterback in a new place in Carolina. His prop, 37 at 99 and a half on the yardage, 22 and a half on the touchdowns. Are you going over or under? I I don't want to bet anything with Carolina over, let alone Baker Mayfield, to just step mm-hmm. into this new team and start making plays here. This is, and and again, it's going to start with any time a quarterback comes over, it takes time. You got a new system, you got new personnel. It's, it's going to take time to get to know each other offensively. And for Carolina, their best weapon is in the backfield. And so can McCaffrey stay healthy? And we know he's a he's a dual threat. So not only rushing the football, but he's a tremendous receiver out of the backfield too and I think when he's healthy pound for pound right based on his size one of the toughest players in the National Football League but I feel like for Carolina this is this is a team that starts at the offensive line for me and this is just a a, mm-hmm. a team that's been that's been the weakest that that's been their weak point for for years up front and I know they've made some moves but I need to see it happen first I just again I just don't see this being a good offensive line it's not conducive for Baker Mayfield coming into a new system having to try to find chemistry with his receivers on the field and I don't think this is an offense where they're going to the, where they're going to want to say all right Baker well we traded for you we got you here get out there and let's go throw the ball 35 45 times per game I don't think that's the recipe for success with this team based on not only him coming over as a new quarterback uh, to to have to acclimate himself with the system and teammates but also you got to rush the football and take pressure off him and you got McCaffrey back so as long as McCaffrey can be healthy out there we'll see a steady dose of rushing out of this team I don't want anything to do with those player props to go over because the last piece is Baker Mayfield also has to stay healthy we saw all the Mm -hmm. injuries that he was able to fight through last year and had to play through definitely affected his level of play and his accuracy out there on the field but you know again those those things add up and they manifest elsewhere can he stay healthy for the entirety of a 17 game season be especially behind an offensive line like that I don't see that happening I don't think he plays all 17 games that's more conducive again to betting the under I think we got a theme here going (laughs) 
Don't we, Femi? <laughs> oh, I'm yeah. under. The win totals, hell, let's, everybody ties. Nobody wins. I'm betting everything <laughs> under. The NFL is going to be 0-0 zero, zero all season long. No interest, <laughs> no effort, no fun to watch, right? I just, it just kind of speaks to the nature of where I think I need folks to prove it to me. And somebody mm. like Baker Mayfield, you better prove it to me first because I don't see it happening. I like the under in both of those props. And even if Mayfield stays healthy, he's got Sam Darnold breathing down his neck in this quarterback competition. Matt Rule is on the hot seat. He is squarely on that hot seat. So if things go south quickly, maybe he goes to Sam Darnold to try to save his job. I think Baker Mayfield's a better quarterback than Sam Darnold, but sometimes when you're desperate, you will try anything. Hell, they could put Matt Corral out there to start some of those games in December. So I would lean toward the under for Baker Mayfield as well. Matt Ryan of the Colts, his passing yards, 3,899 and a half passing TDs, 25 and a half. You going over or under for Matty Ice now in Indy? I definitely would say as far as the TDs are concerned, I would play the under. I mean, they get into the red zone, and they're going to pound the football. The strength yeah. of that team is the rushing game and Jonathan Taylor. And you get first first and goal anywhere inside that 10-yard line. I don't want Matt Ryan, especially the receiving core. This is a very young and inexperienced receiving core, and that's not the strength of this team, right? There we you got a second-year player in Pittman, who's in a sense the veteran out there. He's played 30 games. Paris Campbell can't stay healthy. He's only he's a third-year receiver. He's the most tenured receiver, really. That's going to be out there in the starting lineup. He's only played. He's only had, played 15 games. Has 34 receptions in three years. This is just a very green and inexperienced. And you got Pierce. That's a draft. Pick like you're going to go to your strengths down there in the red zone. Matty Ice going to make good decisions with the football, at least better decisions in comparison to what we saw out of Carson Wentz. Whether it forget the red zone anywhere on the field, Ryan will just throw the ball away, live to take another series, another down, kick the field goal, what have you. I just think from this, the passing standpoint for touchdowns, that's not what he's there to do. This is the team that he's there to move the sticks on third down, make good decisions with the ball, not throw it to the other team and put your defense behind and on short fields. We can punt the football and let's our team go play defense. We're going to be built on rushing the football, making good decisions on third down. It's not about let's air it out and sling it all over the field here for Matt Ryan's so I think as far as the touchdowns are concerned, it's all about the rushing game mm-hmm. there with Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, I, I completely agree with you. Matt Ryan replacing Carson Wentz, who is now in our nation's capital for the commanders. You like their win total under of seven and a half. Well, Carson Wentz is passing yards prop 3,549 and a half. The touchdowns 23 and a half. You going over or under Mr. Carson Wentz? Oh, under. Under, under, under. Everything is under. Uh, no hesitation. I don't, I, we know we don't like to use four-letter words on this network when it comes to the L word, uh-huh. the lock word. But, uh, man, really, Wentz going to be out there, and all of a sudden he's going to find and resurrect his career there with uh, as bad as that team is and the issues. I know they got a good offensive line there in Washington, strength of that unit, but I just don't trust him. I don't trust mm-hmm. Wentz to make good decisions with the football. And for Washington, you were talking about Rivera feeling like maybe he's on the hot seat. Well, how far does he really want to go with Carson Wentz? You start dumping games, and we've seen him give a quick hook with quarterbacks over the four, the first couple seasons yeah. there in Washington. Yeah, it gets Heineken back out here. I know he's a young kid, and he's a competitive kid, and he takes a beating out there too, but I just think Carson Wentz fails. And so he's got to play all 17 games anywhere, sniff anywhere close to that. I don't see it happening. I think they both go under the total. This is kind of the last hurrah for Carson Wentz as a starter in the NFL. If he wants to continue to be a starter, he has to play well this season because the Eagles, they gave up on him, even though they invested so much, not only draft capital, but also the big contract as well. The Colts gave up a first round pick for Carson Wentz and they dumped him in a year. So if Carson Wentz wants to remain a starter in the NFL, it's now or never in our nation's capital for the Washington commanders on the other side. Would you rather the NFL edition taking a look at the awards market next here on Visa? At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. 
The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back. This is Betting Across America, presented by BetMGM. Femi Abebefe hanging out here at the VEASAN studios at the South Point Hotel and Casino. James Salinas out in Colorado. James, let's play a little Would You Rather. And we did this with college football in the second hour. Now we're carrying this over to the professional ranks. And it's which ticket would you rather have? We have three of them in the coach of the year. We got some defensive rookie of the year as well, and also some season-long props. But let's start with the coach of the year because I think this is a fascinating discussion here. Brian Dayball, 12-1. to 1. Josh McDaniels, 12-1. to 1. So the same price. Which ticket would you rather have? McDaniels. I mean, what, he's got so much more to work with there with the, the Raiders, and I know they're in a much more difficult division and with the schedule, et cetera. But the Giants, there's another team. Uh, the just the whole makeover when it comes to things off the field and having to deal with this dysfunction and the the poor perform the poor play out of this team to have to rebuild a culture just be trying to rebuild a culture doesn't just translate automatically to wins and yeah that's going to be a lot of things he's going to have to to endure to change that culture of losing because that's what it's been it's been a losing culture uh, since Eli Manning and the those Super Bowl champion days of a decade ago plus but. To me, I think becomes with McDaniel's like he has not only is he's not so much as a head coach. We know his failures here in Denver when he took over, oh, roughly a decade ago, maybe longer, whatever that was. Uh, but I think for him, he's had to mature through that and learn who he is as a coach and as a person. He grew professionally and personally through that experience. And but he's got a pedigree that he can bring over, and not that Dable doesn't. But you know, all of a sudden, Dable's just going to come in and and resurrect this franchise in New York City, especially when you've got uh, a bad offensive line. You got Daniel Jones leading the way. I just I just don't see it. I don't see it in New York. I think it's going to take time. This is a rebuild year from a. a, a culture standpoint to reframe what it means to be professional there. And I don't think that has to happen with the Raiders. The roster's better, at least offensively for sure, and they're going to be able to win some football games. There's this much better situation for McDaniels coming into the Raiders in Las Vegas than it is for Dable in New York. So give me give me McDaniels. If I was making the bet, I wouldn't, but if I was making it, I'd be I'd want that ticket with McDaniels. Yeah. I, I honestly I think I would lean towards Dable just because I've the NFC East is not as strong as the AFC West. And I hear you. The, the Brian Dable has his hands full. And the reports that we're hearing at a Giants camp are not glowing about how that offense has looked so far with Daniel Jones making. Uh, it's a make or break year for him as well in his fourth season in the NFL. But I think that there's a chance that maybe the Giants could be a little bit more competitive in this division. And if they were somehow able to win the division, even if it's at 7-10 and 10 or 8-9, and nine, and if the things go completely off the rails with the other three teams in the East – Maybe he garners some coach of the year love there if the Giants are able to do that after what we saw with Joe Judge over the previous three seasons. McDaniels, he definitely has the better players, has the better team. They were a playoff team a year ago, but gosh, they're still probably the fourth best team in that division definitively behind Kansas City, Denver, and L.A. So it's hard for me to envision a scenario where Josh McDaniels wins coach of the year. But if they win that division, he's 1,000% winning coach of the year. That's for sure because that's widely regarded as the best division in the NFL. Mike Vrabel is the reigning defending 
Coach of the Year, 30-1. to Todd Bowles taking over for Bruce Arians, who retired earlier this offseason. He also is at 30-1. to Which ticket would you rather have? Well, I feel like these these awards need to be through the duration of the season as opposed to just regular season. And mm-hmm. we saw that just the fade for Tennessee. <laughs> it was an ugly playoff I know game. He, uh, it sure was. And, and a lot, obviously it falls on Tannehill and his putrid performance in the game. And I know they had to deal with Derrick Henry being gone for the, basically the second half of the season and keep that team together. I mean, this is a, this is, it's a variable team. It's defense and it's going to continue to be defense. It's one of the better defenses in the league it's in particular, the defensive line. I love the secondary as well, especially on the back end with their safeties. Uh, there is, there is good in coverage and physical when it, when it comes to being a box safety as there is in the NFL, that tandem uh, with, with Byron hooker. But you know, the offense just, uh, I just don't trust it. I don't trust this offense. I know it's going to be Derrick Henry to have to pound the football, but bring your box safeties down. We've seen teams adjust mm-hmm. to that through the course of the season and and match up that way against this Tennessee Titans team, and there's been some change over on the offensive line as well. We're going to see not that the, the poor performance from Tannehill in that playoff loss to the Cincinnati Bengals is going to be indicative of what we'll see throughout the season for for Tennessee. But I just I can't get on board with Tennessee being able to have that anywhere close to that repetitive performance that we saw from last year. I just can't see it. This is a team that's going to go backwards. I don't think they win the division in the AFC South. I think it's the Colts to lose. Mm-hmm. And not that I'm jumping on the Bulls. I, I like Bulls when it comes to his leadership. He's been around the game. He was a great player back in the day in the 80s when he was playing. I remember him with the – he was one of those guys that's just so level-headed and not going to be overly emotional and fiery. And I think his players – and he knows that personnel there. So I think the transition from Bulls from D.C. to to the to now the head coach. He's been a head coach before. I think it's a smoother transition. I mean, 31 is pretty good, but that means I, I feel like Tampa Bay would have to win, have the best record in the league or at least be the number one seed and have the best record in the NFC for that to happen because the division is it's between them and New Orleans. But And then you have – anytime you have Tom Brady, it's almost a detriment to you as a coach to yeah. say I'm going to win coach of the year. It's tough. I don't know. which. What, I ask you, I don't know which one I'd rather have. I can't I can't make a decision here, Femi. Which one would you rather have? It would be Bulls for me at 30-1 to 1 for the chance that maybe the Buccaneers go 14-3 and 3 or something like that. But I don't see Vrabel winning it back-to-back years after what we saw last year. I'm also lower on the Titans as well. The Buccaneers should still win the NFC South, so maybe if they have one of those elite caliber regular seasons, 14-3 and three or 15-2, and two, Todd Bowles can win the award. But we oftentimes see this award go to the coaches who we don't expect much from. There's a lot that's expected of the Buccaneers. They're the second team that's favored to win the Super Bowl. Uh, The last one, and setting your money on fire is not an option here, James. So you're going to have to pick. Ron Rivera, 35-1, to or Cliff Kingsbury at that same price of 35-1. to Well, how about we just go buy a case of Johnny Walker Blue? How about that? (laughs) That's a much better investment long-term doing that. You can get me on board with that any day, James. (laughs) I I wonder if the bet should be, will both Ron Rivera and or Cliff Kingsbury make it through the entirety of the season (laughs) as coach for their respective franchises? Maybe that's a better bet there. Yeah, I mean, as far as winning coach of the year, for Rivera, he's going to have to win the NFC East for one. And I think for the other side, for Kingsbury, and we're hearing it, and we've seen – saw things come out this past week. It was really interesting as far mm-hmm. as the Cardinals and Kingsbury is concerned. It's like, you know what? I had, I had, uh, <laughs> I had our, our quarterback in a sense with Murray call some plays. He thinks it's easy. <laughs> well, you do it then there. There's an issue there between those two, right? Cause he, yeah. because obviously that speaks to Murray questioning the play calls. Mm-hmm. Why are you playing this? Why are you calling that? All right, then not, that's something that you would keep in house for one, but he mm-hmm. puts that out there publicly. And I think because we've seen Murray putting things out, there publicly oh they don't trust me to, to do the study and uh, eat all my vegetables before I go out and play so they have to put that in my contract that's where I think there's a division there and I think that's going to manifest out it's going to play out for the the Cardinal season I think the Cardinals are going to have a rough season they're not going to come anywhere close to sniffing what they've done the last two years as far as getting off to a good start so by default make mine Rivera because I think he's just the better leader and understands how to keep things in-house he'll keep he'll hold people accountable but he's not going to do it through the media that we're seeing Kingsbury and the the dysfunction and the, and the discord that's there between Kingsbury and his quarterback and Murray. Yeah, it, it would. I'd plug my nose and play Rivera as well. I don't see it being Kingsbury at thirty-five to one. Uh, let's transition over to defensive rookie of the year. We got a couple minutes left. This is an interesting one. Would you rather? Which ticket would you rather have? Kayvon Thibodeau plus five fifty 
or Aiden Hutchinson plus 550 defensive rookie of the year? Oh, Kayvon Thibodeau. What is, what is it about that we know him for some reason? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What was that? Yeah, there was something us. going on during uh, – yeah. uh, you, you went over to a sports book about Kayvon Thibodeau? So, so we got to put this in. Thanks, Britton. All right, let's relive those memories. All right, well, let's have some fun with this here. I, you know, I – gosh, that's a tough one here. I think for defensive rookie of the year, is it Hutchinson? Gosh, it – I don't know if I like either of them to be the defensive rookie of the year. I feel like, can we get a cornerback once? Can we maybe Stingley, one of these guys, just to step up and, and be that lockdown corner that we're so used to seeing? I know these guys make splash plays, but maybe Thibodeau's more apt to be able to get after the quarterback uh, just based on where he might be able to play in that defensive uh, for that defensive front for, for New York as opposed yeah. to Hutchinson. And this would this just feels like because Detroit and that defense, there's a ton of holes on the defensive side for for Detroit. I don't know if Hutchinson all of a sudden comes in. Maybe more pressure on him, too, being the local guy there to step up and get it done. Yeah, by default, I guess, make it Thibodeau. You, you know, it's interesting that the guy who was a pass rusher that went before Hutchinson and Thibodeau, Trayvon Walker, is not – the favorite in this mark. He's around no. plus 750 or so. Looked kind of good Thursday night in the Hall of Fame game. Now well, it's he's just going to have to learn preseason, but yeah, and, and uh, he's going to have to learn a new technique, right? Mm-hmm. He's, he was he was uh, he wasn't he didn't have a, a uh, don't remember him even having a a hand in the dirt or the turf. Was it a dirt field? Regardless, I don't remember him <laughs> having a hand on the ground and his pass rush at all. So he's going to be learning a new thing, playing in a sense the outside linebacker because they play that three four there in Jacksonville. But not surprising that he's not there. It's going to be a new season. It's a bad bad team there in Jacksonville. So I don't I don't have I can't find a side. Let's just go back to the Johnny Walker Blue. We'll just keep <laughs> yeah, our, buddy. Uh, we'll just keep that we'll just keep that theme going through these some of these potential bets we can make. <laughs> A little Johnny Walker blue, maybe over at Stadium Swim. We'll see what happens. Uh, We've got to get you out here in Vegas before the season gets going. Stick with us. On the other side, we're going to continue this discussion of which ticket would you rather have, talking a couple of second-year quarterbacks and some MVP candidates. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the sports betting network. The College Football Guide is out now. Start your football season on the right foot with expert profiles of every team, including trends, power ratings, and over-under recommendations. Plus, our best season win total bets, Heisman hopefuls, and playoff predictions. The only way to get access to this year's football betting guide is to become a VEASAN all-access subscriber. Sign up early, and for a discounted $175, you'll receive the college and pro football betting guides, along with full VEASAN access. Access all the way through the Super Bowl. Or join us for $40 a month and see everything VEASAN has to up your betting game. Go to VEASAN.com slash subscribe for all your options and become part of the Sports Betting Network. Welcome back. This is Betting Across America, presented, presented by BetMGM. Femi Abebefe here at the South Point Hotel and Casino. James Salinas over in Colorado. We're going to have to change this name from Betting Across America to Betting Against Human Achievement, presented by BetMGM, because <laughs> that's what we're doing here on a Saturday. And speaking of betting against human achievement, this next which ticket would you rather have happens to be most regular season interceptions thrown. Trevor Lawrence and Justin Fields, both at 10 to one, which ticket would you rather have James? Well, we're going to bet on achievement here, right? For <laughs> yeah. yeah. Who's going to achieve the most interceptions. So they're doing yeah, a good a, job. It's, it's a negative to achievement. <laughs> yes, that's exactly right. So I, I, to me, it's Justin Fields. Just look at the roster that's constructed there. And the, mm. this is one that I think they got four new pieces on the offense. It wasn't a good offensive line to begin with. Now four new pieces, I believe, to start out there. You got a rookie left tackle, fifth round draft point choice that's going to be on the blind side for Fields. Not a whole lot of weapons out there to throw the football to. A brand new, uh, another coaching staff coming in. Not that it, it's can go any worse than what it was last year with Nagy. And I feel like Nagy just really left fields out exposed to everybody was mm-hmm. calling for him. And Nagy didn't really, I didn't feel like he really wanted to play him. No, so he didn't. finally gave in. And it was that it was the Cleveland game where miles Garrett got to pad those stacks that they popped him and pounded him. They just left him. Well, we'll just run. We'll just run a lot of empty sets and a four <laughs> by one set and let fields just, you want the rookie. This is what it looks like. Just let him take a beating really coaching malpractice from Nagy last year. And hence he's no longer, the coach of the Chicago Bears, but this is just a team that another team that 
this that has to to rebuild. There is no reload in Chicago. It is completely rebuild and it starts on the offensive line. There's not a lot of targets for Fields, and not that Fields doesn't have the capacity or the talent to be able to to show improvement from year one to year two, but. You know, can he even stay healthy enough? That's probably the only concern for me is, will he stay healthy enough to achieve throwing the most interceptions this mm-hmm. season? I think the, the the lack of playmakers and the, the poor construction of the offensive line lends itself to ensuring that that happens. But because of that offensive line, I just wonder if Fields is going to be able to stay healthy for the entirety of the season. And I think the one thing with... With the other side with Trevor Lawrence is big, strong kid, but this is not a team that's just going to drop back and run empty and throw it 40 times a game either. They will try to find some running game there. Peterson will be mindful of his young quarterback in in Jacksonville, and I think that that we will see some significant improvement, not only because of the, the, the tools and the targets and the, the upgrade of the offensive line that we saw from Jacksonville from last year into coming into this year for 2022, um, but the fact that you're, he's going to be coached now and and he'll be more mindful and be taught better etiquette as far as making plays in the passing game than what he had to deal with last year for Trevor Lawrence. So between the two, if Justin Fields can play a full 17 games based on that roster there, mm-hmm. Femi, yeah, I'd like him to exceed, uh, the, uh, to exceed that passing total or the interception total. We're talking 10 to 1? 10 right? to 1, yep. That, yeah, I, th- I think so. He just has to stay healthy. I don't see any way that he doesn't surpass Trevor Lawrence when it comes to interceptions as long as he can play a full 17-game se- season. Yeah, that roster is pretty pathetic there from the Chicago Bears. The Atlanta Falcons are the worst team in football, in my opinion, but Falcons aside, because I barely even count them as an NFL team, uh, the Bears, I think, are going to end up being the second-worst team in the league there. Uh, let's look at the passing touchdowns. Which ticket would you rather have? And this is over 31 and a half passing TDs, Russell Wilson or Kirk cousins, both of them juiced at minus minus one fifteen. I'd say probably, oh gosh, it's, it's that's a tough one too. It's I think cousins one. just with, with the targets that he has out there. I think Jefferson is a really special player. And and Thielen's a he's he's a tremendous player too. I think he's got great targets to throw to, and not that Russell Wilson doesn't in Denver, but we just haven't seen that yet out of those out of those young receivers in Denver because they haven't had the quarterback. Now maybe Russell Wilson coming in, yeah, you're going to see definitely see improvement in the passing game, but also the fact that I think that defense for Denver kind of lends the fact that. They don't need to be in shootouts mm-hmm. throughout the season. The defense is really going to keep Denver competitive week in and week out. It doesn't all have to fall on Russell Wilson in the passing game to keep Denver in games to try to win games. He can win games for them too, but it's not all all in his shoulders, especially how it's been in Seattle the last few years where it really was on Russell Wilson to have to make every single play in the passing game. Uh, that's not the case here in Denver with that defense and the fact that I think Denver has the ability to run and not that Minnesota does it. I like the depth of their running back core as well but I think the passing game that 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 team has been together as far as I know we have a new coordinator and a new coach coming over for that for that Minnesota Vikings team but the the passing structure as far as the talent is concerned those guys are already on point as far as chemistry is concerned I think for Russell Wilson he's gonna have to find more work through the chemistry and the, the other the last factor we talked about the the strength of the defense for the Denver Broncos well that's kind of the lack thereof for the Minnesota Vikings this is a team that feels like I feel like that's gonna be a team that's gonna be in a lot of shootouts and gonna be conducive for for cousins to have to play catch up in a sense because the defense will give up points and mm-hmm. points come out of the passing game with those receivers I think between the two I think cousins goes over that will be the one to to exceed that passing touchdown total. Yeah, I would lean towards Kirk Cousins as well if you're going to give me the same price here on both of these guys, minus 115. Uh, just like you outlined there, the defense is not as good in Minnesota. Kevin O'Connell might open things up more than what we saw with Mike Zimmer out there in the Twin Cities. So Cousins and the weapons that they have for the skill position, Jefferson Thielen, and even Cook out of the backfield as a receiver as well, leads me towards Kirk Cousins. Got four minutes left here, James. Saving the best for last. MVP, most valuable player in the National Football League. And we got two sets of questions for this one. The first, both these guys 12 to 1 to win MVP. Bengals quarterback Joe Burrow, Cowboys quarterback Dak Prescott. Which ticket would you rather have? 
there's the only one. It's Joe Burrow. Uh, I think <laughs> Dallas is going. Dallas is going to be. I'm not going to say they're a, a complete wreck, but this is going to be a 500 football team. Uh, mm-hmm. I just from last year and that poor performance in the playoffs, considering how well they played all season and really got to beat up on some bad teams last year to the Cowboys. And you know, it, it is Dak Prescott's team. This is a team that is not really built with that offensive line anywhere close to the rushing game that it was in years past. But this offense at the skill set, the the wide the wide out positions, uh, so many question marks beyond C.D. Lamb now having to step into that number one role with the injuries and Gallup and who knows if it even plays this year. And even if he does, he's going to take a while to get back to full speed. This is just not going to be a team that's going to be able to make a lot of pl- consistent plays in the passing game like they have over the last couple of years with Prescott before he got hurt, obviously, too, because they were rolling mm-hmm. that year scoring-wise. I just don't see it. I, I think that offensive line's had a lot of transition, too. And then for Burrow, I mean, now this is just – to me, the, the upgrades that they made on the offensive line, we know he, he was hit so many times and sacked so many times last year, some of it because of the poor offensive line play, some of it because that's just how Burrow is, and I'm in a tough guy. I'll take the sack, and I'll hold on to that football as long as I can because I want to make big plays in the passing game. He's fully capable of doing that, and with Chase coming on and, and the connection that they have as well as the other targets that he has and mixing being a part of, of rushing and throwing the football as well, I just think Burrow has another stellar season, and you know, between the two teams, as far as where they're going to be in in the midst of their conferences to compete, I think it's easier for Dallas to be a higher seed potentially in the NFC, just mm-hmm. because it's, it's so the the depth of quality of team in the AFC is nothing compared to you know the lack thereof of of quality teams in the NFC. But I, there's no comparison to me. I think Burrow is by far the better player, the more impactful impactful player and is going to have a bigger season statistically than what we'll see out of Dak Prescott. Yeah, the, the only thing that concerns me about Joe Burrow is the appendectomy situation that's going on right now. He's not practicing and there's no timetable for him to return, but I would imagine that he's good to go for week one as they take on the Pittsburgh Steelers. Burrow has kind of ascended to that elite tier of quarterbacks. Dak Prescott, as a Cowboys fan, has not ascended to that tier. Last one here, couple guys, 25 to 1 to an MVP. Derek Carr of the Las Vegas Raiders or Trey Lance of the San Francisco 49ers? Yeah, well, a lot of times it comes down to numbers and wins. Now, the 49ers are going to win a lot of football games, but mm-hmm. it's because of the roster that they have from on both sides. It's a tremendous roster. I think their defense will stay healthy in the secondary and be much improved from last year. For for the Raiders, for the Raiders to have to win is all falls on Derek Carr as opposed to Trey Lance there in San Francisco. He just doesn't he just can't go out and lose football games for San Francisco. I think for the Raiders it has to be through the passing game. They're built for that with Devontae Adams and the receiver core that he has, tremendous core, but the defense is poor for the Las Vegas Raiders. We see a lot of shootouts. So just from a statistical standpoint, I mean it's obviously gonna be Derek Carr. The numbers are gonna be there for Derek Carr versus Trey Lance with San Francisco. Yeah, yeah, the numbers should be there for a car, but Lance has that ceiling. He has that ceiling. He might be a great quarterback. We don't know because he only played two games in last season. All right, we wrap up the show on the other side, talking UFC fight night with a special guest joining BAA. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Glasses in session. Find Try This from the Washington Post wherever you listen. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... 
Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. BetMGM is giving soccer fans a chance to go for the goal this season. Just place a one-game parlay wager with four legs or more on any English Premier League game. And if all legs of the parlay hit but one, you'll receive up to $25 back in free bets. Log into your account or download the BetMGM app and sign up today. If you miss just one leg on an EPL one-game parlay wager with four legs or more, you'll get $25 back in free bets. Turn game time into showtime with BetMGM. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager new and existing customer offer all promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit free bets expire seven days from issuance please gamble responsibly gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER promotional offer not available in Nevada New York or Washington DC welcome back this is betting across America presented by BetMGM. the final segment on this three-hour voyage that we've been going on. Femi Abebefe hanging out here at the VEASAN studios at the South Point Hotel and Casino. James Salinas with us, as always, out in Colorado. And James, we've talked a lot of NFL, but we've left just a little bit of time left here in this 1145 time to talk some UFC. Now, usually at this time on a Saturday, we got Ross Talk, our guy Dave Ross over out at Circa, carrying the torch of betting across America for three more hours. But Dave Ross is enjoying a little bit of time off this weekend. So to fill in for Dave Ross's shoes. We got our guy, Britton Hess, the producer who's filling in for Steven Bond today, a UFC expert and also the producer of the first strike podcast, which Dave Ross hosts here. You can get that two times a week, get that wherever you get your podcast, Britton. We've seen you all throughout this studio, but glad for the folks at home to be able to see you as well. And you're looking at the main event in this car tonight's UFC fight night between Tiago Santos and Jamal Hill. What is a valuable bet here? Well, I appreciate the opportunity to uh, carry the first strike torch with Dave <laughs> off right now. Um, but yeah, we do the show twice a week, a short show on Tuesday and an hour long on Friday. We have you know, a rotating panel of guests, but usually featuring you know, stalwarts like Gamblu, Reed mm-hmm. Kuhn, Jordan Sherwood, you know, MMA and boxing journalist Kevin Ioli. We had Dan Vreeland on yesterday. Sometimes I come out from behind the glass and talk like this. There we go. Um, but yeah, I love the main event because there's a lot of... Uh, it's two guys with a lot of power. You know, they're they're light heavyweights, so that kind of comes with the territory. But I think that uh, you know we've got a big dog with the veteran Tiago Santos. He's older. He's 38. He's one in four in his last five fights, um, but he's been fighting really good fighters. You know, he's been fighting mm-hmm. the top guys. He's been in the octagon for a long time. He's got more KOs in MMA than his opponent has total fights. Wow. His opponent Jamal Hill, and Jamal Hill is a big favorite. You know, he's at BetMGM. He's minus 350 right now, and Santos is plus 260. Santos is a guy that he connects once and your night's over, you know, and it can be the first round, it can be the fifth round, it can be whenever. Um, and I also do like the fact that this is a main event, so it does go five rounds, and mm-hmm. Santos has much more experience going that long than, uh, than Hill. So, yeah, you know, it's, it's no guarantee. If Hill knocks him out in the first round, I don't think anyone would be surprised by that. Mm-hmm. Um, if it's a slow, tentative fight because both guys respect each other's power, that wouldn't be surprising either. But I think when you're getting over two to one and approaching three to one on a guy who won rounds versus John Jones, the only guy to ever win championship rounds versus John Jones. Mm. You got to take that opportunity. Um, you know, and then as we get down the card, there's a lot of other guys, but um, I don't know. Let me. What, did, what is your guys' MMA knowledge? Where are you guys at on this? How, <laughs> how often do you watch? Oh, well, I, I watched <laughs> MMA. Now, last week, I missed the card. Juliana Pena and Amanda Nunes. Uh, I did. I was out 
dinner, all these are the plans right now. I'm trying to squeeze all the out, the dinners and all that stuff before football season gets underway. But Juliana Pena, that's my girl from Spokane, Washington. Uh, when I worked there, she was a big deal, the Venezuelan a vixen. Uh, unfortunately, she lost that title to Amanda Nunes, who got her revenge. But James, uh, do you watch a little, do you dabble in the MMA here? We got a UFC 281 out of Sanya that was announced yesterday, going over to MSG in New York later on in, uh, I believe it's going to be October or September around that time in the fall. But uh, what's your MMA knowledge here, James? Well, as far as a handicapper, no, this one doesn't fall within my handicapping lane as, as far as my expertise to find ways to bet doesn't mean that we can't listen to folks like Britton Hess and, and others. You talked about mm-hmm. Gamlu and others to be able to to trail. Now, yeah, do I like to watch it when I have availability and I have time to watch it? And I'll be able to do that tonight. So I think because we'll be off here shortly and I'll have my Saturday night, maybe that's what I'm going to do. We were talking about what to do first for a free Saturday night in the Salinas household. Maybe that's where we go. But I do like to try to find other alternative ways ways to get involved when we're talking UFC because it is such a wide menu and such a variety of different opportunities to bet. So let's get back to Britain, back to the main event. You're talking about Santos and and plus 260, plus 280, depending on where you look. I can see a few different books kind of fluctuates from there. Now I look at the rounds and the method of what you think might happen in this fight, and there's plenty of other ways to attack it and find an angle to bet this. Obviously, will the fight go the distance? And and I'm looking at where this is, and the no is minus 450. On MGM, so we're seeing a slugfest here. But what about total rounds? Total rounds are sitting over one and a half at a dollar sixty-five to go over or under three and a half. It's sitting at two twenty-five or plus one seventy to go over three and a half rounds. How long do you think this fight goes? You talked about maybe they might start out tentative. Do you have a feel of getting into the into the round betting for this main event tonight? Yeah, well, I'll, I'll say our friend Dave Ross, you know, on the show yesterday, his best bet was this main event to go an alternate round total over two and a half at plus money. Okay. Um, because he can, you know, like me, you know, there's a very high chance that this fight starts slow. Because um, like I said, it's, you know, Hill is less, less experienced, so maybe he does rush in. If he does, I think his night's going to end early, and I hope mm-hmm. that he's got the coaching that'll say, hey, you've got five rounds to do this. You don't need to force anything. Um, so I think that, you know, the contrarian play of going over two and a half that Dave had is a great idea. And then we talked about this fight going the distance at plus 300 or better. I think that, that that's also viable. I mean, four of, um, you know, four of Santos' last five fights have gone the distance, I do believe, mm-hmm. or at least three of them. So, you know, he's, he's there, and Hill has 11 pro fights. Four of those have gone the distance. So these guys, you know, they do have the power. And everyone remembers the highlight fights, but people forget about the fights that are kind of more of slogging and go to a decision. So I think, um, you know, if you want to be a contrarian, looking for this fight to go longer uh, is a good way to make some money because everyone's going to be betting the under because they'll they'll be looking at YouTube highlights of these guys as they're getting prepared (laughs) to bet it. So the public will be on on this one being quick. And just to make sure I got this right, the longer the fight goes, you think that favors Santos more because of the experience he has over Hill? Yeah, I mean, he's he's just been here before, you know, like I said, he... He he had lost a split decision to John Jones in a five round championship bout. Um, he won a five round fight versus Johnny Walker, who's got a similar profile to J- Jamal Hill. Okay. Um, you know he's a athletic, fast guy who's got real big power and is known for his KOs. So yeah, you know in Santos, I, I don't know if you guys are familiar with what he looks like, but his nickname's La Maheta, the Mallet, and he's got a giant Mallet tattooed on his chest. So nobody wants to get near that guy. Uh, you know he, he's a fun fighter when he actually lets loose. And you know, the other thing that I think he has going for him is that one in four, as I said, in his last five fights, he can't really lose too many more snoozers. Because if he does, he's uh, you know he's probably not going to be long for this organization. Uh, and in UFC, when you step down out of UFC, it's a big drop off. You know, there's not an alternate league <laughs> that yeah. uh, competes with what the UFC <laughs> the, the, puts out. There, there's no live for for UFC for MMA. <laughs> Bellator might think they are, but uh, yeah. not quite. But, uh, it's interesting though because you have the play on Santos, the dog plus two sixty five in the main event here. As we have a couple minutes left, uh, but you also have played some other favorites on the card in a parlay. Who are those favorites, and why did you go this route to attack this card? Uh, so. You know, and that, that's what I like about UFC is because it is one sport where, you know, sometimes putting a two-team parlay together, two-fighter parlay mm-hmm. together makes a lot of sense. And this is actually my favorite bet of the whole card. This is what I gave out on the show yesterday. Sergey Spivak, heavyweight, versus Augusto Sakai, heavyweight. Sakai came into the UFC with three KOs. Then his next three fights when his competition was raised, he mm-hmm. got KO'd three times. <laughs> Sergey Spivak is a grappler. You know, he's... He TKO'd Greg Hardy in his last time out because all he did was take him down, wear him out, and just pound on his face when they're on the ground. I see a similar situation here. I don't. I mean, as long as Spivak doesn't rush at him with his chin in the air, 
Sakai's not going to be able to get him out of there. And the other part of this parlay is um, Vincente Luque, minus 190. He lost his last fight versus Bilal Muhammad in a you know a long grinding affair. That's what Bilal Muhammad does to everybody. Mm-hmm. But before that, Vincente Luque was surging, uh, you know, and I don't think that he's worried about getting into that same scenario versus Jeff Neal. Jeff Neal, on the other hand, is one in three or one in two in his last three fights. The, his last win was a split decision versus an aging Santiago Ponzinibbio. Um, Luque is one of the most dangerous guys in this division, both on his hand, with his hands and on the ground. He's got 11 KOs, eight submissions, and only two decision wins in his career. So, you know, he's a threat at all times. Jeff Neal, his nickname is Hands of Steel. He can hit hard, <laughs> but I don't think Luque is going to be a good enough target for him. I think that if it does become a little scary on the hands, Luque can go to the ground and he'll be, if he goes to the ground, it's going to be over quickly. Yeah. So, Luque, Spivak, if you can get plus 110, it might be the value might be bet out of that, depending on where you're looking. But if you can get plus money or even money on that parlay, I would take it all day. There you go. James, you interested? I'm looking at it right now. Right now, currently on BetMGM, those two combined in a parlay are plus 103. So, that Ooh. meets your recommendation to be able to get slight plus money. Correct, Britton? I'm making that, I can make that play and have some fun tonight. Oh, yeah. No, I think you can. And take down City. If you're on a crazy book that has takedown props, take the over on, <laughs> on Spivak. <laughs> we'll have to search through the uh, vast menu of BetMGM for some takedown props there. Uh, but that does it here for the show. Got 30 seconds left. James, any final thoughts here? We're back tomorrow for the Selena Sunday, as always. <laughs> I'm jumping on. I'm going to have fun tonight. I'm doing that, Britton. I'm tailing you, partner. I'm looking forward to the UFC tonight. So I'm making those plays right now as we speak. There we go. Awesome stuff there. Thank you guys for watching and listening today. Best of luck with all the bets. For James Salinas, I'm Femi Bebefe, Britton Hess, our producer, and our entire crew here at the Southwind, including our audio guy, Kevin, wishing you all the best here on a Saturday afternoon. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.